Welcome to the Next Gen Podcast presented by Church on the Move. Our goal is to equip our leaders to effectively reach the next generation. Hey everybody, thanks again for tuning in to the Next Gen Podcast, the podcast where we want to equip you, our leaders, to effectively reach our students and kids. My name's Sam Woods. As per usual, we've got Jared Hogue. Hello everyone. And Pastor Greg. Hey guys. And uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, an interesting topic because at any point in your career, whether it's in the marketplace or in ministry, there are times when God can sort of tap you on the shoulder and say, hey, I got something different for you to do. And uh, that always usually leads to a transition. And so we want to talk today about transition and uh, how to handle those, how to do it right, how to do it, uh, how, how to avoid doing it wrong. Um, because sometimes, to be honest, transitions are difficult to make. And uh, before we go any further, there's actually a pretty big transition that uh, is going to be taking place on our team here at the Next Gen Ministries at Church on the Move, and that is with our good friend Jared Hogue. So Jared, would you please just sort of fill in our listeners uh, as to what God has been challenging you and, and tapping you on the shoulder to do next? Yeah, so uh, at the time of this recording, it was about a year ago uh, that my wife and I started to question and wonder if there was a change coming. Uh, went round and round with it for about a year, kind of feeling like flip-flopping for a while there. Yeah, we're supposed to go. No, we're not supposed to go. Yeah, no, yeah, no. Um, and then really here just within these past couple of months started feeling it stronger and stronger. And so a few months ago, I went and had a conversation with Pastor Greg and uh, just told him, hey, we're starting to feel like God's calling us to uh, go help plant a church. And so for those of you that know James Cruz, uh, he used to be the youth pastor here at the church. He and his wife, my sister, uh, Sarah, went up, moved up to Boston to plant a church. It's called Adore Church. And uh, we started feeling the stir to, to move up and help them plant their church. Uh, it's a it's a little crazy. Uh, it's about fifteen hundred miles away, and uh, and cold, and, and it can get cold there. A lot of snow, which I'm actually excited about. Sam, I know you yeah. hate the snow. Can't do it. Uh, but I I love the snow, um, and so you know it's been a it's already been a crazy journey. But I can also say that in taking steps, uh, God is always true to His word. Matthew six thirty three. You put Him first, and the rest is added to you. And when we've taken steps, seeing God step in and do things on a small scale and a big scale, it's, it's been incredible to see. Um, I don't know why it's a surprise, but that God is always true to his yeah. word. So one of those steps, of course, was that conversation you had with Pastor Greg. How, yeah. How, could you kind of talk us through that a little bit? How was that? Was it, were you a little bit intimidated, scared? <laughs> how would he respond? <laughs> I'm going to kill he's, him. He's, yeah. he's looking at you funny across the, across the mic here. You know, I... Um, I was pretty nervous. In fact, I think the first thing I said to him was, I'm a little nervous right now to have this conversation. And, uh, but I just kind of, you know, I just told him what was on my heart and the response I got was just incredible. Um, and, and he and the church have been amazing at walking us through this transition. Um, and really being there and, and, um, I can't tell you how many texts and conversations and different things there have been through this process. Um, that that started. I, I, I'm terrible with timelines. I think it was a couple months ago that Probably we started so. talking, mm-hmm. um, and but just how helpful 
Pastor Greg has been and and how helpful the church has been in walking through this transition. That's awesome, which is, man, you know, hard to do, honestly, because sometimes with any transition, whether it's inside of a church or outside of a church, there's always the fear of the unknown, right? Yep. There's the fear of maybe uh, letting someone down or, or there's even the fear of letting go of something that's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you've got a good thing here, yeah. you know, and so that must have been pretty in, intense. That a, certainly played into it. Yeah, uh, Pastor Greg has given me a lot of room to run, and and even here at the church, I mean, I've been given a voice and yeah. been allowed to speak up and push on things and and help affect, at least I hope, a lot of change, and um, that certainly weighed in. And for a season, that was one of the reasons why I was adamantly against leaving was, sure. man, I got a good thing going here. Why? <laughs> Why would God ask us to leave? Why would God ask us to give up a salary and and go out where we don't have benefits and and that kind of thing? You know, why? I've got a great thing going here. I've been yeah. at church on the move now for fifteen years. Why? Why? Right. Um, and so for a while, that was that was the reason why I was adamantly against leaving. Yeah. Well, now, Pastor Greg, you've been through several transitions yourself over the years. Um, and then now you're on on this side of the table walking Jared through one of these major transitions. For those of uh, you know our leaders that are listening in and, and maybe have experienced transition or, or maybe are being tapped in the shoulder by God to make a move, gosh, what what steps could could you encourage them to take or what are what are some, I don't know, some key wisdom you know that that has helped you during transitional times and that you maybe even use to help Jared through this decision? Well, one of the, I've done this three different times. I've moved 600 miles three different times. And one of the, the most important thing that I told Jared that he needed to do is make sure he heard from God. If he and Ashley, his wife, have peace about this, you need to go. Yeah. Uh, some of the concerns for him or other people, even for myself, was what about my kids? It was a big, big deal for me. I have three kids. And every transition, they have played a role in my decision. But I had a person tell me one time that if it's good for you, it's good for your kids. Hmm. And I never forgot that. I kept my kids in the loop, especially when they, they were older. But if he's heard from the Lord, yeah, and he's got peace about it, and he feels like this is the move he needs to make, well, who am I to stop that? Right. First of all, I'm not the head of the church. I don't give people callings. I, I help them find their calling. That's good. And it, it's not easy to do, but you have to get used to doing it because I'm very open-handed here. Yeah. I've always told all of my staff, if you feel a change coming, talk to me about it. It's it may, true. It may be a year. Yep. It may be two. But if you, let's, let's get this out in the open where we don't have to hide. And in Jared's case, I said, listen, we're not going to hide. Let's don't hide this thing. Let's talk about it openly. So, and he took a trip. I was totally supportive of his trip to go spend a week in Boston. Yep. Go, go. It, it's it's the it's the process of finding out what you were supposed to. I had in my heart. I knew he was supposed to be leaving. Yeah. When he told me, I knew that I knew, and I'm okay with that because there was things that Jared did that put us in the place where we could make this transition. That's right. And that's where I watch. What have I built, and where is this? As far as is it on the right? Are we? Are we? Is our growth going up? Are we plateaued? And are we declining? If you're leaving when something's declining, you left too late. Mm. Yeah. Because God wants us to build on top of one another. Mm-hmm. Jared's here and you, me, we're all here. We, we're in seasons of everything we do. It's always a season, and you have to be able to change 
I mean, we have four seasons in Oklahoma, some a little weird than others, but at the same time, we have to change our posture every time a season comes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't get to wear the same clothing. There's, there's changes in how you approach seasons. Yeah. And for them, we needed to have this conversation. Yeah. It wasn't because of anything. It, it, was, it wasn't anything negative. And, and I've given Jared a voice. I've given you a voice. I give our volunteers a voice. Yeah. And if they feel like God's moving them, who am I? The other thing that, you know, we talked about was, Jared, you know, you feel like you're, you're stepping, you're going backwards. Yeah. You go from a church of 8,000, 9,000 people to a church that's just starting. You get this thing, oh, gosh, I'm losing my status. The thing about it is, is you have, always have to remember this. If God called you to do something, you're always in the major leagues. Yep. No matter where you go. Mm-hmm. There is no uh, development league. There is no... Um, uh, 2A, 3A, God, when you do what Jesus says, no matter how many people you are ministering to, if you do what he says, you're always in the majors. That's so good, man, because I think, and, and Jared, maybe you can speak to this too if you've had thoughts of this, like it kind of goes back to I'm leaving a good thing, but mm-hmm. man, when, when when you are in a, in a place like Church on the Move, which people move their whole families here to the, to mm. be a part of this church, and you feel like God's, you know, tugging on your heart to go somewhere else. The natural tendency is to just be like, "Oh man, this is a, this is backwards. This yep. is a backward movement." Oh, absolutely. Um, that feel that feeling can certainly be there. And and here's the thing, Sam. I, I'm eternally grateful for Church on the Move. What Pastor George, uh, Wit, Pastor Greg have done for me. Like I said, I've been here for 15 years. This church has completely changed who I am. Um, it's propelled me forward in so many ways uh, in ministry, outside of ministry, parenting as a as a husband, as a father, um, in in my work. I mean, every in every regard, this church has played a huge role in who I am. It gave me my start in ministry. I yep. mean, I moved here to work at Church on the Move, right. and so eternally grateful for this place. Um, but like Pastor Greg said, if you're in the will of God, you're in the major leagues. It doesn't matter where you are. Yeah. And when you see it in Scripture, we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. It's not God never moves you backwards. It may feel like it, but he knows what's best, and he's going to get you where he needs you to go. And so you just have to trust that. You yep. have to trust that he knows what he's doing, even though we may not fully see it. And that's, I mean, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. The things that you can see, taste, touch, and feel— um, it can be very easy to get caught up in that, sure. but that's that's what that's why faith. That's why we have faith. Yeah. If we didn't if we didn't need it, why would God tell us to live by faith? Right, man. That's good. Well, faith is basically you've heard something from the Lord. Mm-hmm. It's not blindness. Yep. Where I, I'm going to act on this no matter what. You've yep. you've heard a leading, mm-hmm. and you have to go. Even Abraham went, and he didn't know where he was going. God led him because he knew he was supposed to just go. Yeah. And God is really good at steering moving vehicles. Yeah. Yep. But he'll just sit there and look at you until you, you want to press the gas. Because he'll just sit there and, I mean, you will live in misery if you're supposed to be going and you're staying. Yeah. Because I told Jared, I said, listen, you're going to hurt us if you stay. Mm-hmm. If you're supposed to go and you don't go, you're hurting yourself, you're hurting us. Yep. So, listen, I'll celebrate, not because I want him to leave, because I told him I didn't want him to leave. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm not Jesus. Right. I don't give orders like that. Yep. I'm not going to be a controller like that. Nobody controlled me when I made those moves. And I'm certainly not going to deprive him of the opportunity that I had to 
could go at 33 years of age. Yeah. That's when I moved. Hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. And so is it hard? Yes, it is. Yeah. But he's done it right. Yes, he has. I, I have to say Jared has done this right. Yep. And I appreciate that. And we were talking just a little bit ago about, you know, leaving um, in a growth season or in a plateau season where it's healthy, basically. Yes. Uh, another thing I've heard you say, Pastor Greg, time and time again is lead like you're leaving. Yes. And, man, I got to say, um, I wasn't going to do this, Dad Gummit. <sighs> Jared, man, you have been an incredible, incredible asset to this team, dude. Um, I've known you for a really long time, and I've seen you grow and develop in ways, honestly, there were times where I didn't know were even possible, but you're an incredible leader, and you have led like you were leaving to the point where you could literally hand the thing off and nothing fall through the cracks. Um, you've done a phenomenal job. I mean, incredible job. Uh, I admire you for your guts to say, I think God's calling us to something different. Most people don't do that, at least not in the right timing. They hold on too long, like Pastor Greg was talking about. And then eventually, it's detrimental to the organization and to their future. I love you, man. You're a really great friend and you're a great leader. And you've done some incredible things for Kids on the Move and for the Next Gen program here at Church on the Move. Thanks, man. That means far more than you'll ever know. I'm crying, Sam. I'm trying, man. I'm <laughs> trying. <laughs> Tears have been shed these yeah. past couple of weeks up here. <sighs> well, anyway. Well, he's done it right. He has done it right. Uh, and the, the good news is, and I think ultimately the, the walkway point of this whole deal, is that you can do it right, too. If, if God's tapping you on the shoulder for whatever's next in your life, whether that's in the marketplace or in ministry or even, honestly, even if it's within the volunteer role that you play, you might think, man, I think my time might be up in this particular environment. Maybe I, I need to go um, try out kids ministry or try out the parking lot ministry or ushing or whatever yep. it might be, whatever, whatever it might be. Don't hesitate in bringing that up with your, your room lead, your supervisor, your service director, whatever it might be. Um, God will honor your faithfulness to move. Absolutely. Listen, before you are ever gonna, before you can be honest with your supervisor, you must be honest with yourself. Yeah. Is it time to go? Is it time to move? That conversation with yourself will be the most first, the most important conversation you'll have. The second one will be with the person that you're that you report to. Mm -hmm. Those are huge two huge conversations. Yep. Even if you think they're going to be mad at you for doing it, right. you need to have the conversation because that's the right thing to do. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Well, I think that's all the time we have for this episode. Um, Jared, we love you, and best of luck and Godspeed to you, friend, in Boston. I appreciate it. And if I can just say, man, to all of our volunteers, I can't thank you enough for the past couple of years. I truly can't imagine a better team to work with how you've all risen to the occasion through the changes that we've gone through, um, how you're pouring into our kids, pouring into the other leaders in your room. Seriously, this team is, is bar none the best I've ever worked with, and I cannot thank you all enough for what you do. Um, please continue to do what you're doing. You're making a huge impact, not just in these kids' lives, but in their future families. You're, you're affecting family trees for generations to come. So thank you. 
uh, thank you so much for, for allowing me to be a part of it. Jared, thank you, bro. It's been an honor, sir. Big deal. You don't have to call me, sir. <laughs> thank you. We would not be where we are today. Two years of pushing and pushing and pushing and climbing and climbing and falling and falling and tripping and tripping and we we're we've made enough strides to where we're at a good season. It's a good plateau season for us. We've had to slow down actually as a ministry and say, hey, okay, let's calm down and let's just sort of let's sort of rest a little bit and yeah, you know, have some just some health because we've been pushing for two years mm-hmm. and uh, you've put it in a great place where we can just all you all we're doing is. We're never unhooking. I don't want to use that as a term, but we're just going to pull the pin on on this and back somebody else up and put the pin back in, and we're going to keep trucking, and God's going to, God's going to do some cool things with you, bro, on, simply because of how you handled this. Wow. Thank you. That's he watches true. that stuff. Yep. He's serious about it. He wants his kingdom advanced, not, divi- not divided. Yeah. And uh, you've done that. Thank you. And thank you very much. It means a lot. Thank you. There you go, friends. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Next Gen Podcast. And uh, if you see Jared before he leaves town, give him a big hug and tell him thanks. We out.